how it affected me, it's about connection. Hmm. It's, I am about, I make everyone that meets me feel like they know me. Mm. I don't care who you are. I have traveled the world and I've went in and out of offices, contact centers around the world. I don't care what your job is. I get to know you. What makes the journey worth it? The pain, the adversity, the opposition, the challenges, the uncertainty. Why do I have to go through this? What's the lesson in this? I got a paralyzed right arm and hand. The million dollar question I get every single day is you wouldn't change what happened to you, why? Serendipity, join us for insightful dialogues about not just successes, but about failures, opposition, adversities that shape and mold the individuals to who they are today. I'm Inky Johnson, this is Serendipity. Hey guys, welcome to Serendipity with Inky Johnson. Uh, today's guest, you know, Anthony Tuggle. He's a husband, he's a father, he's a senior executive at AT&T, executive education from UNC Chapel Hill, you know, executive MBA from Emory University. He's a servant leader. He's the author of an incredible book. And so we're going to get right into it. I can't wait for you guys to hear his insight. AT, Anthony Tuggle, how you doing, sir? I am great, man. Inky, thank you. Nah, Thank you. Man. Happy Friday. We're truly blessed. I'm glad to be here. What a way to kind of almost end my day. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know, I'm big on gratitude. So I have to just start it off by saying I'm grateful for you and thanking you for your time. You know, I know you're busy, so I greatly appreciate it. No, thank you, man. Anytime you call, you know, hey, yes, I said <laughs> yes before I even think about what you're about to ask me to do. I saw the text is like, yes, yes. I said, oh, Go read it first, but no, <laughs> you're one of those people that you can call me anytime and my answer will always be yes, no my matter God. what. And so I want to start us off. I want to read something to you, AT, and I want to get your perspective on it. It says, your struggle is your strength. If you can resist becoming negative, bitter, or hopeless in time, your struggle will give you everything. You authored a book and the title was it, the title was I'm Better, Not Bitter. Can you elaborate yes. a little bit on what started that? Most importantly, the title, I'm Better, Not Bitter. Why did you pick that title? Man, why, why did I pick that title? It's because of my life experiences mm -hmm. and the things that I have faced in my life. I had a choice. Mm. And I had to make a choice at the immediate time, whether to be bitter or to be better. And part of that decision was my relationship with God. Wow. So because of my relationship with God, that led to me with, you know, for me, it was a no brainer. Mm. I'm going for being better. No matter how bad it is, I knew at the end of the day, there was a plan. Mm. And I actually just looked up and said to God, like, hey, is this the journey? We don't, mm. that's not the journey over there, right? Right? <laughs> Let me get my butt up. You know, we don't, let me get my butt up. This is about making a difference. And he got my butt up. And I, that's why it's so important for others to understand. You get to make a decision. Mm. You yes, get sir. to make a decision. You know, whatever happened to you happened, but it's up to you how you react to it. And mm. that's why that book is so important because it's about 
selecting better and I'm so much better for it. Wow. Oh my God, my life has changed tremendously. I'm doing things I never would have been able to do probably if I didn't go through that experience. And if I was a giving up, I wouldn't be here talking to you today. Wow. You know, as cliche as it sounds, like I always tell people, you know, the quote that says it's never about what happens to us. It's about how we respond to it. And I think yes. for most of us, we hear that and you say that to a person and they think, yeah, it's cool. It's cliche, but it's so true. And so what you're speaking about, I want you to dive a little bit into it about your journey and your battle in terms of your kidney journey and what happened along the lines of that with that decision and with that choice to get your butt up. <laughs> I like that because that's truly what it was. <laughs> but uh, let me give you the short version of it. Over mm. 22 plus years ago, uh, late 20s, I walked into the doctor office with what I thought I had the flu. Uh, so I'm thinking I had the flu. Hey, he's going to give me something. I was told by the doctor, uh, Mr. Tuggo, both of your kidneys have shut down and actually you should be dead. So, wow. yes, the doctor didn't have good bedside manners. We'll deal with that on another topic. <laughs> However, can you imagine 20 some year old going and like, what? Both of my kidneys shut down. He said, you got to get on Dallas immediately. Your life's going to change. And all of this was happening. And the only thing I asked him was, can I get 60 seconds? Just Hmm. 60 seconds. I didn't need to call anyone. Honestly, all I did, and I can remember it vividly. All I did was just got on my knees and looked up and said, God, this is not the journey you have set for us. And I got that sign. That sign from him was, get your butt up. We about to go on a totally different journey. I'm about to change your life forever. And I didn't second guess it. I jumped up when it got the nurse, went on dialysis for 15 months three times a week, four hours. Wow. Uh, but let me tell you, during that 15 months, I was working for at and mm-hmm. but I was a manager, let's say a manager in the business. Man, I got promoted twice during that 15 months. I wow. moved, I had traveled. Uh, the scary part about it is I didn't tell anyone I was going through dialysis. I didn't tell anyone I was running a big operation at the time I was in Kansas City. I didn't tell anyone I was going through it because what I didn't want, I didn't want their pity. Mm. I already knew Mm. I was a black man. Mm. And I already knew they already had a misconception about me. Mm. So I'm going to tell them that I'm going through dialysis. I didn't want people to feel sorry for me because I wanted to make it on my own with the support system I have for my family, but more importantly, with God. I knew I was on a mission, man, and I didn't need anyone trying to give me a pity party, saying they feel sorry for me. Mm. Don't feel sorry for me, because mm. I know I'm going to beat this. And I mean, man, in 15 months on dialysis, this is how I know this is God's work. Mm-hmm. I receive a call from Emory Hospital here in Atlanta on my birthday at about 2.30 a.m. in the morning. I received my kidney transplant on my birthday, May 5th. Wow. So this May, 
I celebrate 22 years post-kidney transplant. 22 years. I mean, I want to make sure people understand. 22 years, it was a deceased donor, normal life expectancy from a deceased donor is about 10 years. I've already doubled that. Mm. But here's the, the blessing. I never had a side effect. I never had a rejection. I see my nephrologist twice a year. I'm in good health. And man, that's why I tell people I am highly favored. Do not give luck. I'm not lucky. No, mm. it's not luck, man. I am highly favored, truly blessed. And I tell people, don't touch me. Mm. I'm protected. Mm. But man, ain't the reason why I share this with you and with your listeners is my life changed forever mm. in that moment. Now I'm like, man, I'm this executive. I'm doing podcasts. I'm doing a podcast with Ian Johnson. I mean, I traveled the world. I wrote a book. I'm the chairman of the National Kidney Foundation. Yes, sir. So that was just so I was just appointed that in October. Mm. I mean, I am giving back. He has blessed me financially mm. that I can be a philanthropist. I can give back to the communities where we work and live. Mm. So do not feel sorry for me. Mm. I am doing what I supposed to do, but I had to learn through this journey, though. This was bigger than me. Mm. I had to put my ego aside and I went to work for the people. That's why I like to call myself. I'm the people's champion. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I turn good leaders into great leaders. That's awesome, man. I'll, I'll never Thanks forget. Lies, man. Like, like I'll never forget when when I went to the event with you and I met you, right? And I was like, man, this guy has so much energy, right? Like, just energy, right, oozing out of you. And then when you told me about the kidney situation, I looked at you again. Like, this is incredible. This is amazing, right? Not only the perspective, the energy, how you're living your life. One day I was watching a clip of you, right, just studying, and I saw like you come up on the stage and there was a Beyonce song playing in the room, right? And you come up on the stage and you say to the to the lady, you say, you thought you was going to have on some cleaner shoes to me, right? And I'm yeah. watching you and my wife comes in and she's like, who's that with the Beyonce? Because she loves Beyonce. I'm like, man, this gentleman is sharp as they come, cool as they come, and just amazing. But I want to understand something. Now you're senior executive. Right. You hear people speak about the 30,000 team members, you know, turning out billions at AT&T like servant leader. Right. And you say you decided not to tell anybody in that process, in that 15 months, promote it twice. How has that affected the way you lead now with the individuals that you do lead? Man, that has affected me because what how it affected me is about connections. Hmm. It's I am about. I make everyone that meets me feel like they know me. Mm. I don't care who you are. I have traveled the world and I've went in and out of offices, contact centers around the world. I don't care what your job is. I get to know you. Mm. I take the time to speak to you, whether you're part of the cleaning staff, whether you're part of the the restaurant in the building, I am going to speak. I am going to talk to you. And most of my employees would tell you I am about a connection. That's why, you know, the joke is, you know, they call my organization Tuggle Nation. Tuggle and people Nation, are like, what man. is this? What is this? What is this Tuggle Nation thing? What did you do to those people? <laughs> I said, 
this is a movement. Mm. I all I did was gave them a platform so that they can be great. Gave them a platform where everyone had a chance. Gave them a platform where they can give back. Gave mm. them a platform and show them mm. that an African American black male, mm. African American slash black male can become an executive in corporate America and still be authentic Mm. and still give back to the community, to everyone that he comes in touch with. He also can jump on a stage with a blazer, a (laughs) T-shirt, and some Michael Jordans. Look at that. Sharp, man. Like, me and you have something in common, A.T. We both heard the words about dying, right? Like, when my injury happened... Doctor came into the room and he was like, hey, we got to perform emergency surgery or you're going to die, right? You rupture your artery in your chest. You won't be here tomorrow. And you heard the same words about dying, your kidneys shutting down. And I know the way that affected the way I live my life just every single day, just work, everything I do, being a father, being a husband. Every day I wake up and I want to make every single day count. Every opportunity I get to serve, every person I meet, like you were just saying, when you heard those words, now the man that you are, right? Do you still think back to that from time to time? Or do you still go about your life in a way to where when you heard those words, it affected and impacted you so much that you do things a certain type of way? Man, I I still live my life today as I just heard those words. Wow. So I live though, I mean, if I... I don't understand if I get into, you know, if I get into to a point where I feel like I can't move or go, we all get into a rut. Absolutely. But I always tell people my rut normally lasts in seconds, mm. not minutes. Yeah. You know, I always talk about bitching and moaning. I normally <laughs> tell people, Raymond, you get 60 seconds with me, then we're going to figure out the solution because I don't have that time. I operate right now as if my life can end tomorrow. Mm. which is for people around me probably stressful, frustrating, because I'm relentless. I have high expectations. Mm. You know, for my friends, they know I hold you accountable. I expect you to hold me accountable. Yeah. You know, we, I am that friend that will give you that tough conversation. Mm. But I'm also that friend that will get out of bed at 3 a.m. in the morning and go get your butt out of wherever you're into mm. and get your butt home to your family. Mm. So... It goes both ways. But yes, to answer your question, I live this every day. Maybe it's too much pressure on me, but I don't know how to turn it off. Inky. I don't know how to turn it off. I'm with you, <laughs> I don't man. Know how to I'm turn with it you. Off, man. I'm just, it's scary. I'm like, they're like, how do you relax? Hey, I like sports. I go to the games. <laughs> but <laughs> when I get back, I am back in my lab, back mm. studying my craft. I just want to be the best, man. I want to be the best. I want to be. As they call me at eight ten ten, I let them call me that. Mm-hmm. The goat. I want to be the goat. The goat. Yeah. I want to be the goat in what I do, but I don't want to call me the goat. Absolutely. I want others, but I wanted to be not about me, mm-hmm. about the people that I impacted. Absolutely. My job is to change people's lives. Mm. That's why I get up every day. I saw. As long as I can change people's lives and impact them positively, I'm good. Because I don't personally need anything. Mm-hmm. I just, man, like I told you earlier, I'm blessed. But I'm, <laughs> it's about impacting others 
And knowing your purpose, man, I figured it out. I know my purpose. And once you know your purpose, your life changes. Yes, sir. And yes, also, sir. and once you're okay with being who you are, I'm mm. okay. I'm, I'm authentic. I'm authentic each and yes, every day. <laughs> you see what you get. Yes, sir. Some people may have a problem with it. Some, I may be too much for others. Mm. But at the end of the day, I'm okay with that. Mm. I'm okay with being for the people that I surround myself around. They okay with me. They taught me a long time ago that it was okay to be Anthony E. Tuggle. Mm. And you ask your pretty cool at it. So I was <laughs> like, when I heard that, I was like, and this is coming from the front line, the essential workers, the people who get up and work every day. That's mm. good. Once they gave me that, I was like, whoo, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. The approval. I was like, let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There's a quote. That I just heard you say in terms of when you said, I found my purpose. The quote says, the purpose of life is to find purpose. And so I've been asking all my guests this question because, you know, I love to just hear the answer. Like where you are now in your career. And when you think back to when you first started in your career, what would you share with the young Anthony Tuggle? Now where you are looking back and thinking about that young guy. What's some insight? What's some words that you would share with him? Uh, with the younger Anthony Tugger, boy, he was a hothead boy. <laughs> so, uh, I would share with him: it's not about the title. Mm. It's about what. It's about how you impact people. It's about the contribution. It's about how you make people feel. That's what they're going to remember. Uh, I spent part of my career chasing a title and not being who I should be. And this forced me to become who I am today. And therefore, I don't have to chase titles. God told me I was already CEO. I was CEO of Tuggle Nation. I was mm. CEO of Anthony E. Tuggle. Mm. So you just got to change your perspective on how you look at things. So when you wake up knowing you're the CEO, you just operate totally different. Yeah. You don't have to work. What other title do you need? You're mm. CEO. You're mm. good. Yeah, that's good. It's the Maya Angelou quote that says, people may forget what we do. People may yes. forget what we say, but people will never forget how we make them feel. You know, and I love, I love that you say that because, you know, a lot of times I remember when I was young, right? And I would meet somebody. Like, say, if I was young right now and I would meet uh, Anthony Tuggle, right? I would think in my mind, man, where I met Anthony Tuggle is where he's always been. I wouldn't even think about the journey and the process and the things you've had to go through in order to get to where you are. That's why I started this platform, because I want people to understand, no, man, it was moments. It was dreams deferred. It was opposition. It was challenges that people had to hit and figure out a perspective to get to where they are. And so with all that's going on in the world right now, AT, like with the opposition, with the pandemic, uh, with the adversity, you know, a lot of people going through a tough time, like everybody has been hit by this thing. Like, yes. What's some words or some insight that you would give to the world right now? If there's a mantra you live by, you know, whatever the case may be, what's some insight that you would share? Man, I tell you what I normally tell people, um, setbacks, we all going to go through them. Mm. We all going to go through many setbacks. But I always treat them as setbacks are only a setup mm. for you to be great again. Mm. I mean, you got to think about it. setbacks. We got to go through them. 
Absolutely. But I've been through many. You have been through many. But when I come back, mm. when I come back, world, mm. <laughs> you better damn watch out because <laughs> I am changing lives and I'm coming back bigger and better. Mm. You know, setbacks set us up. Mm. So people run from setbacks. You need setbacks. You need obstacles. Mm. That makes you great mm. or makes you greater. If you and I didn't have our obstacles or setbacks, we wouldn't be where we are today. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I always tell people, look, there is always, always another path forward. Mm. You do not have to give up. Yeah. You do not have to give up. And I would encourage you with everything going on with the pandemic and just everything going on in the world with, you know, Black Lives Matters and everything, just civil unrest. Sir. There is still need to be some hope. Mm. Hope is what keeps me going. Yes, sir. There is a better outcome. And it's my job and your job to play the role we've been given by someone higher than you and I. And it has nothing to do with man nor woman. Absolutely. You keep Absolutely. that in perspective. Yes, sir. Hey. There it is. Me. There it is. You heard it here, man. Now you see why I wanted him on. The insight, the energy, the passion, the wisdom. He's incredible. And so, A.T., we want to thank you for your time, man. We know you're a busy guy. We greatly appreciate your insight. And thank you so much. Man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congrats again. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Hey, call me back anytime you want. Let's get on the stage together. Post-pandemic, post-vaccine, of course. Yes, Thanks, sir. man. Thank Have you. Have a great day, man. God bless you, A.T. Thank you so much. God bless you, too. Yes, sir.